0: Hey parents, welcome to the Weekly Rethink. Guess what this week is? It is Halloween.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Happy Halloween. Uh, Do you celebrate or do you not celebrate Halloween? That is the question.
0: Yes, we want to talk about Halloween this week and what should we do on Halloween? And And what what are
1: your convictions as a family and why?
0: Yeah, so a couple of things to get started. First of all, you're going to maybe think oh what's their position on halloween and we're going to say we don't really have one i mean in terms of
1: we have an experience though and we're going to share that with you yeah
0: we definitely have experiences we've been all over the board with that and we don't really see halloween as this thing that there is a god-ordained way to do it it really is an expression of your family and we're going to go into that a little bit more a couple of phrases that we as we talked about it that came came to light that we want to put into your brains. Uh, Two B's. One of them is to be educated about Halloween, to find out what you believe. Don't just go with, hey, don't go out of fear or anything like that. We're going to talk about that a little bit. And the second is to be relational. No matter what you do, no matter what you choose, figure out how to bring it through relationship in your family.
1: Exactly. So, get yourself educated, be educated, educate yourself on the origin of Halloween, where it came from, what it's about. It's a pagan holiday from Europe who emphasizes paying homage to the dead. Go research that. We did. I did, because I wanted to know what we were saying no to and what we were saying yes to.
0: But it was also, as we did the research, it was also the the Christian influence came into H- Halloween and put a Christian influence as well as they tried to take these pagan holidays and turn them into Christian uh, influenced holidays. Oops. Exactly.
1: And so like they hallow means holy. So it's the holy eve before November 1st, which is All Saints Day, which is what the Catholics still um, celebrate today. And so the saints do go back to that pagan holiday where it's the dead and alive and all of those different things. But it's filtered through American history, so what happened in Europe is now filtered through American history, and the um, the evil part of it has been radically rearranged.
0: Yeah, because then you got to look at it through the <clears throat> excuse me the uh, the last hundred years or so, as the commercial American industry right. came in and said, and really it was a way they figured out for people to sell candy and and to sell costumes and to make it in just, you know, as they just like they've done with Father's Day and Mother's Day and all the different days that we have, they create retail events, Black Friday, you know, right? Uh, right. no pun intended towards Halloween with Black <laughs> Friday there. But um, <clears throat> you know, so they've created retail events. And that's really what Halloween has become. It's the second most celebrated holiday in our country after Christmas.
1: Right, exactly. And so you have to decide for your family and you have to discuss it with each other and you need to pray about it and you need to come up with a solution. And then I would, we would just challenge you to revisit that solution every year. If it's a, a no for your family right now and your children are small, then that's going to be an easy no. But as they get older, they will start pushing against those those boundaries a little bit because everybody else they know will be celebrating Halloween. And so this is where you come in as a family and you decide, What are your convictions? What do you do? And how do you incorporate the things of this world into who your family is?
0: Yeah, our history certainly shows that we evolved over time, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. We have been all over the board when it comes to celebrating Halloween. We've had friends that, um, Just said no to any celebration whatsoever. They would turn all the lights off, and they would just be in their house, you know, not participating at all. Or we'd have other friends that would gather the family, and they would go to a movie or something to be away from the hubbub of trick or treating and all of that stuff. And we've kind of been all of that. I mean, so when the kids were smaller, we didn't participate, but as they got older, we started to participate in it. And there was a couple scriptures that helped me turn. or helped me turn my idea of it being pagan, evil, and all of that stuff. Because yeah. um, Don and I grew up celebrating Halloween, oh, right? Oh,
0: it was a day of candy.
1: Yes, and I just remember mm. throwing together a costume and just going out and trick-or-treating, and so it's kind of what we came from. So it was odd for us not to celebrate it. Um, but we did want to do what was right, and we did know that we were set apart by the Lord, and we didn't want to partake in anything that was evil or, or ungodly or anything else like that. So a couple scriptures that helped me redeem the idea of Halloween being a Halloween being a time for the family to make memories and have fun,
0: right? To be and, relational. To
1: be relational, exactly. And one of them is that this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. October thirty first is the day the Lord has made. Yeah. The enemy doesn't own it. Satan doesn't own it. The demons the, don't own <laughs> it. Exactly. Yeah. Witches don't own it. You know, evil. That is not it. It is every day is the Lord's, and that day, October thirty first, is no different. Different. right
0: and and I, and i think in that regard you can think of it now again i'm going to make an analogy here and i don't want to go uh too far with the analogy but you know america's created a lot of days that we celebrate you know super bowl sunday is one and and things like that that you know and you you can participate in Halloween. So on the one hand, you may want to, uh, some people in their family are more protectionist oriented. They want to protect more. Some families are more, hey, let's do it and talk about it. And I think that that's where the spectrum is, that we're, we're not going to come and say, you need to do something, but it's like whatever you're going to do, and we did a lot of those things. Let's talk more about what you uh what you what we did more. But you I think you had another scripture you wanted to share as well.
1: Yeah, and so the thing that helped me separate from what the world was doing to what we the Mannings were doing is John first John four four, you dear children are from God and you have overcome them. You've overcome the world because of the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. And so that to me kind of gave us the um Freedom, if you will, to celebrate Halloween the way it was created, the American way. Right. Is because, and, and to
0: participate in that.
1: And to participate in that, exactly, because we are children of God. And putting on a costume and going door-to-door to gather candy didn't doesn't make
0: us evil. It doesn't make us participating in evil, that there are ways to do that. So let's talk about some things like that as we kind of walk through it. What about like, so costumes, okay, let's talk about costumes for a minute.
1: Okay, so one of the things that we did to to draw the line, because we were from God, we are from God, is that we didn't do evil, bad costumes. We didn't dress up as witches or demons or monsters or anything else like that. We definitely went more of the wholesome route. One year, we all dressed up in 50s clothes, tiny little poodle skirts that, that we were homemade for the girls. <laughs> yeah, but you wore a leather jacket. I did. Um, let's see, but most of the time, we just scrounged around the day of, and the girls wore pajamas or schoolgirls, and the boys were any kind of baseball player that they were playing in that whatever sport they were playing in they just wore their uniform um one year michael and all of his friends were mario kart characters and so they created some memories and some family fun by gathering all the families of that group of boys and we went um trick-or-treating in a very high dollar neighborhood they they got got like
0: full candy bars like whole snickers bars i mean that was so cool And you know, what you're saying there is, is that we established a principle in our family and we talked about it. Hey guys, we're not going to support the evil and the occult and we're not going to be demons, but we're going to enjoy the celebration with the world. We're going to participate in the world and we're going to interact with the world, but we're going to be wholesome characters as we go through that. So let's talk about, so that's costumes. Let's talk about candy. That is such a topic Of conversation with with parents today because of the danger of sugar and too much sugar. It is. And you were a big non sugar fan. So, how did you deal with that with Halloween? Well, so to start off with, just if parents, if you'll
1: understand that I believe the most kids, the best part of Halloween is getting the candy all night long gathering it, then getting to dump it out on the bag and sorting through it to see what treasure they've got.
0: That was my best part of Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I for know that sure. I had candy in my drawer for like months after <laughs> I had a much. special yes, drawer yes. in my house for Halloween candy that I had for at least a couple of months afterwards.
1: Well, and the saying that like a kid in a candy store is a real thing. I mean, if you think about that, candy is... A child's um it's their money you know they don't have access to anything else they don't have access to money they can't buy their own candy they can't do any of that and so if they have been given I mean nobody ever nobody's going to give them pounds and pounds of candy yes and so bags and bags yes bags and bags and so in their little mind they've hit the jackpot um and so for us we actually had some pretty
0: intense candy rules but before you go into the rules Let's talk about candy from a kid's perspective. You know, we we tell parents all the time to see things through the eyes of the child. Parents, you know, one of the things you you really need to realize in your family is regardless of how you try to protect your kids, your kids are going to know that everyone else is out there and they're getting this big pile of candy. And however you do this, whether they get the pile or not, or whether they get a little pile or whatever it is, You need to figure out how you're going to deal with it and and what you're going to do. What is the attitude of your family going to be? And that's what we're talking about with being relational. Because instead of just saying you can't have candy, well, mom, everybody has candy, and now it becomes a conflict. What are you going to do to make that a relational part of your family? So go into the rules and how you did that how you made that relational because you were a little bit, you wanted to make sure that sugar wasn't, they weren't over-sugared. Well, yeah,
1: because I have read so many different articles that have said that it's no coincidence that Halloween, they pile up on a bunch of sugar and then flu season hits and they get all the way through the holidays and they're sick the whole time. And it's because the sugar that they've eaten have um, compromised their immune system. So when the germs are around, then they're going to get it. And so knowing that information, I am... this is a few things that we did. So the night when they were sorting it all out, they would pick out all the candy that they didn't want. And they would trade it, you know, how you'd trade it. And it was a a fun little activity or whatever. But then anything that was left that they didn't want, they just threw it away right then and there. Because there's no need to get your body bogged down with sugar that you don't even like.
0: And then they knew that I loved Whoppers. And so they gave me all the Whoppers they had. They were so kind. I I had Whoppers for days.
1: Yep. And so that was one of the ways we got rid of some of the candy. And another one We've gone full spectrum to eating one piece a day, three times a day, but the candy lasted until Easter. And so it was a steady flow of sugar the whole time until Easter when...
0: Kind of it, like an IV. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and so um, we, and then the other end of the spectrum was that they could eat everything they wanted Halloween night. That All night long, they could eat it until they were sick, but then they had to throw the rest of it away. And so the goal there, which sounds absolutely ridiculous and a little bit like child abuse, yeah, exactly. <laughs> was that they they would get sick, they would get burned up, they would get done, and they wouldn't want it anymore. But then they would be sad the next day. And so we ended up doing more of like a hybrid, that they could eat candy between lunch and dinner only. And then that was it. And they could have as many little pieces as they wanted. Um, and then as my kids were older, Dennis started offering to buy candy back, which I think is brilliant because of all their hard work going door to door to collect all of that candy gets turned into cash when they could buy something that they really wanted. Yeah, And so that's an idea for you parents nowadays. There's most dentists do offer to. Not buy sure candy when back. I was
0: a kid, if I would have given up my candy. For candy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe well, I, so maybe yeah, my given kids up, would only
1: give them the stuff they didn't want. I know, like, <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe I would have given away like candy corn or something like that, the ones I didn't like, or the or the little popcorn balls or yeah, something like yeah, that.
1: The, yeah, the ones you didn't like. Yeah. Um, one of the things I did do, and parents, I hope you're doing the same thing, is educating your kids that sugar really is not good for them, um, and the more they have it, the worse that it is. And so I would. You know, when their stomach hurt, I would say, oh, are you eating too much candy? Or one of the things my kids would get is they would get like little sores in their mouth from all the sugar. And that was one of the reasons I actually let them do it all that Halloween night is so they could experience well, the so, consequences of so it. So let's
0: take that back to a little bit bigger picture, parents. And it it's not just about Halloween, but, you know, you should be teaching your kids. It's one of those things that, hey, let's eat healthy. Let's right. let's eat good for us stuff. Sugar's bad. And, you know, and it does have consequences. Therefore, when Halloween comes, it's not this huge ordeal. You're all of a sudden not just pulling back with, you know, that, hey, we don't support the demonic thing. So then when they, when Halloween comes, you go, if you're telling them that all the time, that here, we are people of, we are not of this world. We are people, we are believers. We believe in hope and love and all those things. Then when Halloween comes, they go, well, of course we wouldn't do that. That's not who we are.
1: That's good.
0: You know, and so that's more of About being relational. It's not just so many times I think parents get to Halloween and we get really fearful of it. It's a bad day mm-hmm. and it's horrible and and again there's there's things to look out for. Get educated. Know what's going on and then but they get to Halloween and all of a sudden it's like we react in fear and we go no candy and no trick or treating and none of this and all the bad people are out there. Everything's going to happen that's bad, blah 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 blah. And then we all of a sudden our kids going, "What in the world just happened? Everybody else is having a blast." Right. And I'm over here with fearful mom and dad. Yeah.
1: And so that's such a good um Thought process to go into that you are on a journey with your kids, and that's what's happening right now. And so, as you are fearful with them about the holiday or whatever it is, then invite them into that and talk to them about that and find out what they find valuable in Halloween. Right. I mean, it might just be that they love dressing up and they're devastated. And when you say, We're not doing Halloween, you can't dress up. Well, Walmart, Target, grocery stores on November first, they put all their they put all of their costumes on for half price. Go gather a few of those and dress up all year long. Well,
0: and you did that with McCade one year. It was so funny. I mean, and I was I've always been amazed at how you come up with creative ways to teach our kids things and teach them principles and stuff. I'm more of the teacher. Hey, let's just learn it. Let me give you three points and all this. And but you know, like with McCade. He'd literally wore a monkey costume for so a year. I mean, so how old cute. was he?
1: I don't even remember. I, I mean, was, he was probably four, yeah, five, something like that. Yeah, three or four or and five. And every day there. that
0: little guy is in a monkey costume because... He, he didn't care about Halloween. It was a distant memory. He got to do something better than Halloween because we came up with a... You, I didn't. You came up with a creative alternative to work your magic with them. I mean, I think that was brilliant.
1: And don't you just love seeing little girls in the grocery store that are wearing their little princess costumes and their little plastic high heel shoes or little boys that are superheroes? I mean, long after October. And so going back to the point just investigate with your kids what they want to sell if they're where is their disappointed disappointment coming from if they choose not to do another, Halloween another
0: thing you did was you know we didn't have candy one year and instead well they didn't have candy from Halloween we didn't let them go about and then so when they were younger and so you but instead of just letting that be the mantra you said hey let's go out and buy three of your favorite candies and let them enjoy that um, you know it it's that you use that to talk them out of trick-or-treating when we were on that path at that stage of life. Right. Worked like a charm.
1: Right, exactly. What's valuable to your children about that holiday that the world is celebrating and figure out how you can give them that if you decide not to celebrate the holiday.
0: Yeah, and I think we can all agree on uh, things that are pretty bad about how, and so even then, you know, we go into things like, and some parents want to be more permissive. And and what if the parents want to do that, if you want them to, hey, we're going to go to the haunted house and things like that, you know, I'm not sure that I would go over to that deal, because I think creating fear in your child, especially at younger ages, probably not a good idea. But either way, and, and but again, you know, I'm probably not going to counsel parents to really go be overprotective at Halloween either. You know, we kind of moved in the middle and and celebrated what we moved towards was celebrating with the world, but not trying not to be of the world and trying to embrace that. But the key is you got to talk about it.
1: For sure. You got
0: to talk about it and you got to ask them questions. You got to tell them how. And it's a great these these um, events like this are great opportunities to to kind of figure it out together. What do they think about it? You know, And, Mm -hmm. and, and maybe sometimes I think over time we kind of adjusted as we talk to our kids, wouldn't you say?
1: Right, for sure. I mean, and that's what I just would want to challenge you as parents is how do you use what the world presents to you to be set apart? So how would you use Halloween this year to be set apart for your family? Because the goal is that to the world, we are to be we are to be in the world, but not of the world, we are to be called to be a city on a hill, a light for all to see. Yeah. And so what does that look like? If you decide to go trick or treating, then Tell your children to say, um, may the Lord bless you and keep you, you know, yeah. instead of saying thank you, or choose to be an angel, or choose, so just how is it that you can use what the world has given you for God's kingdom?
0: And I'm going to do a little plug for our course called Siblings as Best Friends, which is currently on our website. We just introduced it, or released it, I should say, last week. You know, in many Halloween nights, we got a few families together got kids of all ages, got older kids, younger kids, and went, we had probably, how many kids would you say when we went with those few families that we had probably 20, yeah, so 30 many, kids? Everybody you had know, four or five. Everybody from, uh, there's probably everybody from probably 16 to two, to babies, really. Mm-hmm. And we just went as a family, as, not as families, as, trick-or-treating around a neighborhood. And then we came back and had a great party. Everybody had their candy. And so we were, that is a way you can have siblings as be best friends. You know, you get families together, you get your kids together. We had all seven of our kids with, you know, these other families that had four or five kids or three kids or whatever. And it was a great night. So that's one way to do it. You know, whether you do that or whether you take your family to a movie and that's what you do. Or whether, you know, or whether you, uh, you know, just go as a family and go trick or treating, you know, however you dress up, whatever you do. Suzanne said it best. Be the city on the hill. Be relational. Be educated on what is happening out there and what's happened in the past so that you can tell your kids about it and you can have a halloween be a relationship building experience a relationship gaining experience rather than a rather than something based in fear and rules or rejection or any of that stuff yeah and um the lack of or you know in just uh protectiveness over protectiveness Mm -hmm. you know so we hope this helps um Again, we didn't really go out and and take a real position for you. There's no right answer to this. We just gave you two things. One of them was to be educated about it, be relational, and and to take that and pray about it and see what your version of Halloween is going to be. We hope Halloween's been a fun time for us and our family. We have a lot of great memories from Halloween because they're relational memories. And so we hope the same happens for you. Go be crazy parents, crazycoolfamily.com.